Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify Him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles. Yeah. Just some regular reborn reformed cats If it's in the Bible then they're gonna speak on that Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured <laughs> yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night immersed in sin But then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that shines light The word in Genesis that assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah This is Guys with Bibles, and we are back. I'm Scott. I'm Sean. And I'm Lee. And I'm Lee. He's so condescending. You notice that? And I'm Lee. (laughs) Gosh. You're going to make me self-conscious uh, about my intro now. No, my I'm kidding. Only I only one lo- syllable. How many ways can I say it? I love you, Leroy. <laughs> you're going to drag this E out. You're my boy, Leroy! Dude, all of our names are only one syllable. Yeah, Don't it's weird. Mock me. Wow. Just it's, yeah. Anyway. You are so listening <laughs> to Guys with Bibles. And we're back in <laughs> Ephesians 3. Ephesians so, 3. Verse 7? Are, yeah, no, we're disagreeing on where we left <laughs> off on. And we, of course we, we are. Barely, of course we are. We barely no. touched verse 6. I'll give you that. We barely touched verse 6. <laughs> barely. He goes, he goes, I had something to say, but we left it to a commentary. And I go, touche. But you should have popped in. Yeah? Where were you? I'm not going to interrupt a no. commentary reading. Yeah, how dare thee? <laughs> how dare thee? That's why we're back. No, how dare Lee? Ha! Oh, I was like, are dun, we talking dun, in dun. the old English now? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> Four scores and, and five years ago. Oh, man. So, right, so we're back... <clears throat> wherever we are back wherever lee says we're back so that's where we're gonna start <laughs> so lee <laughs> i love Ephesians so much and i just want to talk about it all day <laughs> uh um and we're guys with bibles and we're out yep bye bye see you guys it's lee, been fun you got this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. i so back in verse 6 we'll go to verse 6 so paul had talked all about in verse 5 about in in kind of general ways that things are now known which weren't known in other generations that have been revealed to the holy apostles and the prophets in the spirit that's true because there's a lot of special revelation given in the new testament period about a lot of things um not just paul's main point here about jews and gentiles being grafted in to the covenant but in verse 6 he really does narrow it down and even says it here in the nasby it says to be specific i don't know if it says differently in other 
translations. Sean, does it say that at the beginning of verse 6 in CSB? Are there other translations out there? Hang on. <laughs> Hardy har har. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> um, the beginning of verse 6 says, The Gentiles are co-heirs. Hmm, interesting. Well, I wondered wow. because... In yeah. Cuts Wait, right to the chase. Swap that one up. Way to go, CSB. What is wrong with that? What is not true about the Gentiles or co-heirs? Don't get me started on this! <laughs> well, to be specific... It's, it oh, is interesting that in the NASB... You know, this is something that doesn't come across on, a, on an auditory medium like a podcast, but it is in italics in the NASB. And that usually denotes means that... Means it never existed. <laughs> it, it notes... Uh, verbiage that um, can be sometimes it's things that can be assumed from the text uh, sometimes it's um, I think they use them for um, a minority reading based on um, textual criticism or things like that um, it is helpful yeah. here that but he's, I think it's actually used for specifically um, let's see I'm almost positive that it means that it wasn't in the original uh, manuscripts. The King James it was just does that to make sometimes. it not sound wooden. There you go. Um, where is it at? I know it's in here. Yeah, it's it's verbiage that you can that is safe to assume being there uh, for the sake of flowing the thoughts flowing. Yeah. Because especially with all Paul's letters are basically a gigantic run-on sentence, because that's just how you write in Koine Greek. So, so sometimes these little things make it easier for us to understand in English without actually changing the meaning of the passage. But what does the what does the NASB say? Because I missed that part. Uh, to be ver specific. Verse 6 starts, To be specific, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So you're yelling at me about the CSB by leaving out those three words? <laughs> yep, how dare they? <laughs> Scott jumped on you, I didn't. Okay, so... I, I just want that to be clear. If I'm, I'm reading, if, okay, if I'm Sean, if I'm reading ver done that to you. verse four to verse six, let's say, without that to be specific, I can still get yep. the same point. Exactly. Nope. You lost me. You lost me. It wasn't. It wasn't. I would. I wasn't dialed in to be specific. So You're lucky you live ten minutes away from me. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say that. I find that language helpful here because it's pointing us to the fact that he's drilling down to a very particular yeah. point. It's it's really saying like Martin Luther hitting the nail on the head, you know, on the, yeah. on the church door. I, like he's being specific here. Bring so yeah, bringing in the, the magnifying glass. He's definitely bringing the hammer home. So he's like, you know what? This is where you guys need to listen. And I'm being specific that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel. So, Jews, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually going to, you know, before you guys were mean, I was going to agree yeah. that the na those three words do help um, bring your attention to this verse and highlight it. Oh, now, now the CSB. It definitely agrees. does. Here. 
Here he goes. I'm glad we argued our point. <laughs> no, my second it's favorite translation is the NASB. And those, just, yeah, those, so three words, those three words aren't in the submitted. verse in ESV either. It just goes, this mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs. So yes. it's, um, I mean, it's, again, even with the word-for-word translation, there's still there's still some wiggle room um, in, in making sure that, Does, that your manuscript is legible to people reading in our current day. Without changing the okay. now this is getting real nitpicky. Does the end of verse okay. five end with a colon? A uh, semicolon for me. Yeah, semicolon. Okay, see, I have a a full colon, a total colon yeah. here. A full colon. A full You're colon. Need a I need to go to the bathroom for that. In ESV, yeah. the the end of verse five is a period. Okay, is so it really. Wow, so it does end on a period in an ESV. Which, That's I mean, strange. a period and a semicolon can kind of be interchangeable because both so- what's on both sides of those uh, punctuation marks are complete thoughts. So the, the, so the semicolon and the period make more sense than the colon does, but it depends so on how they phrase verse 6. Right, so in the CSB, verse 5, it says, This was not made known to people in other generations, as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, colon, The Gentiles are co-heirs, members of the same body, and partners in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Oh, wow. that so, makes grammatical and sense. And the ESV has four words beginning before your CSB. It has, This mystery is that. Mm-hmm. The Gentiles but, are fellow heirs, which but, is contextual with verse four. Yeah, he. They're see the ESV and the NASB are really highlighting on those. You know, they're really trying to push the, the if, envelope. If I wasn't holding a Bible in my hand, I'd rip it in half right now. <laughs> I'm I'm glad but, we got to talk about this because I I find this kind of stuff extremely interesting, and I hope the listeners do too. But the 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 thing about they're the CSB here we is really don't like uh, translations. <laughs> But we really do. The the, um, the thing about is, the which is funny. The thing we about love the all translations. Go ahead, Sean. I'm going to cut you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really love Anyways, Scott. Lee, what'd you think? <laughs> you troll. What were you saying, Sean? <laughs> I was just saying that the CSB smooths it out here and con- and connects the idea of verse five to verse six. So those to be specific or whatever words are not really necessary because of how it's punctuated. It's connecting verse five and verse six together. So it kind of okay, it runs Stanley. together. It's not necessary. Is oh, it not necessary? What did like you call me? Testament. Look here, buddy. <laughs> Look here, buddy. I ain't got time for this mess. Oh my You're right, gosh. Sean. The, lo- the logical flow of the thought is, is, um, is pretty clear in the CSB there. So that those additional words aren't aren't actually necessary. Um, Correct. I think it flows Thank better you. Than King James. It definitely. Yeah. Well, and again, everything CSB, flows better than King James. It's poetry. <laughs> <laughs> the the CSB on its face is is meant to be a more readable translation. A dyn- hey Lee, no one asked. But anyways, so we're smooth moving on. And, verse six. Smooth like butter. <laughs> yes. So let's get it. We're gonna move smooth Whip as butter. butter. We're gonna skip verse six and we're gonna write to verse seven. So. Since we've talked about verse 6 enough in every different translation, we're going to move on to verse 7. So, of which I was made a minister according to the gifts of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. 
So it says minister. Oh gosh. Oh, for the love. Dear Lord, please, please help. No, I was just asking if that's what you said. It's minister. Okay. It's minister. Yeah. CSB says servant. Oh gosh. Oh. Oh, don't, don't. I'm Lord, just, I'm just trolling. How long, oh Lord? How long? Anyways, so, so Paul did not make himself an apostle. We're back right, on this. No. no, which is which is what he's been trying to alliterate this entire right. So he's for he's, first for you chapter, he's yeah. reinforcing that idea here in verse seven. Yes, and not <sighs> only did he he didn't self appoint as an apostle, he's actually following the words here he's putting himself on the same level as the average believer he's writing to so like in, in verse 6 where he's talking about gentiles are fellow heirs fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in christ jesus through the gospel of which i was made a minister according to the gift of god's grace so it, all in the same promise it not only makes gentiles uh every kind of gentile fellow believers of equal standing with jewish believers and incorporated in that promise it makes paul the of the highest pedigree uh that a jew could could come from at that time on the exact same level as those gentiles serving as a minister that's so uh radical it's uh it's hard to take in you know because yeah. we want to we want to make people like paul just these superheroes of the faith uh, people who did no wrong could never have done any wrong, and once they repented the one time to be to be saved, they never sinned again. No, he was a man just like us now, just like every man and woman at that time. He was made a minister of the gospel by God's grace alone. It's the same way he became a believer in God uh, was through the grace of the gospel in Christ Jesus. The same yeah. gospel that makes Gentiles. Uh, equal standing with Jews and removes those distinctions that the world tends to put in people's way. I think that yeah. is so huge to remember um, just as truth in Scripture, and I think it's very important for our day today where we <laughs> where we are we continue to put up artificial walls between people inside the church and outside the church that the gospel tears down. Right. Yeah, the 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 pure gospel uh is actually extremely scandalous if you think about it. And uh it 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 breaks down barriers that a lot of people put up. Um you you have these you have these certain groups that believe, you know, that believe that if you do not belong to this group and li- and believe what exactly what we believe well then you're not saved sort of thing and and that's not really what christianity is about we we do have different groups because people believe certain th- different aspects of christianity but when you boil it down christianity is about faith in the gospel and and what's really contained in the creeds uh, is is like the like the the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed. Those are those are the backbone. That's the backbone of the faith. Those are great that, creeds. That should bring all Christians together, whether you 
accept creeds or not, if you read the Nicene Creed and you're a Christian, you're not going to uh, disagree with any of it. It's it's mm-hmm. basic Christianity, you know. Right. Right. And we have yeah, we have to maintain those essentials. You know, that's what the like the fundamentalist movement was trying to do, and it went off the rails. But yeah. it's just it's getting back to the the essentials of the faith and making sure that not only we understand what they are, but we fully assent to the truth of them. Um, the centrality of the gospel is core. Uh, because Absolutely. it is it is the power by which people are reconciled to God. It's only yeah, through the and, gospel. And sort of hidden in that verse is also God's mercy in that, yes, he made Paul a servant of the gospel, a servant of Jesus Christ, a slave of Christ, or a bondservant, or whatever your translation says. But at the same time, he could have wiped Paul, you know, off the face of the earth if he wanted to for the fact of what he was. And instead he made him an instrument of his mercy, an instrument to carry the good news of the gospel to, to the Gentiles, to people that at one point he could care less about because he was like a Pharisee of Pharisees. Like those were the last people he he was better even than thought him. about, yeah. In his mind, so I, I think in a God has a pretty awesome sense of humor sometimes. Oh yeah, and uh, I think he uh, that that was one way of of uh, incorporating that in into this driving the point home. And this is way off. This is way off subject. But when one of the funniest verses in the Bible for me is when uh, Abraham and Sarah are sitting in the tent with the three men, and the the main guy, the angel of the Lord, mm-hmm. says, <laughs> "Sarah's going to have a kid next year." You know, whatever. <laughs> this is the Sean Tomlin translation. <laughs> Where's the semicolon? The STT. But um, uh, she's like, well, he, he's like, well, sh- why'd she laugh? And and uh, Sarah's like, well, I didn't. I didn't laugh. And he, he's like, no, you did. I can just like, <laughs> like, that's how I read it every time. And I crack up. No, you did. No, you, you, you did. laughed. <laughs> um, no, you did. <laughs> it, it, it's like uh when jesus at the well in uh john 4 where he's like um no you've had multiple husbands <laughs> and the, man, the man you're living actually with isn't even your husband <laughs> man hey sean so you didn't go to work today but you need to pay attention to the church sign going into urbana the one that you know something about god didn't promise oh at the big baptist uh, church by by the a, store a bumpy landing or something like that oh yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. need to check it out because they changed it i watched the guy out there and i just started giggling as i drove by and oh I man i'll have to tomorrow. look at it tomorrow morning so it, it needs I'm to come up in the next it. church sign game definitely next one we do. i'm almost i just want to like pull in and just snap a picture of it <laughs> i'll just snap a picture as i'm driving by <laughs> be like <laughs> amazing yeah it's it's good stuff i like it when they do that so um do we want to go on to verse eight 
or no, that starts a new, that starts a whole new thing. Man, it does, and that um, that could be an entire new episode. Well, we we brought it we brought it back at the end to the centrality of the gospel, um, that the same gospel that makes Jews and Gentiles equal, and the dividing wall between them is gone. It makes them now fellow heirs and fellow members of the body, fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus. That same promise is for both kinds of people. That same gospel, that same power of Christ is the one, is the power that made Paul a minister. He's no super apostle. He's a he's a man, just like any other man. Uh, he's received the grace of Christ, and he followed his will. He was called to be an apostle, and he did his, his duty there. It was his pleasure to do so, and the same gospel did all of this. It it leveled, yeah. it leveled the field. Um, yep. It removed false distinctions that the world likes to erect to keep people apart from each other, and uh, the gospel is what truly reconciles people. Yeah, good job. I it's like the nailed it. It's the ultimate equalizer. Yep. Yeah, I think you guys killed it. All right, cool. All right, so Sean, Absolutely. where can they find us? Lee, where can they find us? Oh, they, oh, I see. I see what's happening here. Oh, I'm gonna make you guys fight over it. Throw a knife down in there. Sean, I'll do social. If you do the, the if death. you do the rest. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I'll start out, and then you can do the social part. <laughs> Finish you. Okay. So, uh, you can go to our website, guyswithbibles.com, Read the blog. Listen to the podcast feed there. You can also jump over to, to iTunes and uh, or Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a five star review. That'd be awesome. And you can also email us directly at guyswbibles at gmail dot com if you want to. And Leroy. Oh yeah. So you can reach out to us uh, at our Facebook group, the Guys with Bibles Facebook group. Just search us and click request to join. We will approve you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle, at Guys with Bibles. Um, you can also email us directly at guyswbibles at gmail.com. I already said uh, that. I guess it's true you can. Oh. Yeah, you did that. That's true, you did. Um, and our DMs are open on Twitter, I know. And um, and I think on and Instagram check out too, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. And then... And uh, and you should check out the other podcasts yeah. on the Bar Podcast Network. Um, the links to their websites are in our show notes, so please give those a give those a look. Uh, subscribe in the podcatcher of your choice to those as well. And also, um, if you feel it in your heart, if your heartstrings are tugged by our our witty repartee on this show, um, please consider uh, dropping a little money into our GoFundMe page to send us to Together for the Gospel. We're getting together some really interesting ideas of things we want to do there, as well as to just be refreshed by the teaching and uh, breakout sessions that they have going there and some of the cool resources that they allow. Uh, I think it would be really awesome to go there and be in the same room for once. Um, so think about it, pray about it. We'd uh, really appreciate that support. And um, that's all I can think of. All right. We're guys with Bibles, and we are out.